The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. It started as a whisper until you screamed it at the top of your lungs. We gained momentum. You made us unstoppable. We had a vision for change. You made it a revolution. We told you we are the future until you told us the future is now. Welcome to the NXT cast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Simi. How are you, Miss Simi? Doing great. I'm going to try not to drop my phone approximately 67 times like I did last week. So, like, pray for me. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> so many times. <laughs> hopefully you've got a strong case on that phone. Yeah, well, it's already broken anyway. This phone is on her last leg, and she needs to be replaced. So, you know, we're just going to rock with it for now. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us here on the NXT cast. We are part of the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. All you have to do is subscribe to the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Yeah. Click on the logo that has the new day holding the WrestleCast sign. And the NXT cast will appear in your podcast queue each and every week. So we're coming off of a takeover and takeover weekend. So mm-hmm. we have a lot to discuss on this week's episode of the NXT cast. Um, yeah. The pre-show of takeover actually had a match this time. Sometimes they don't. Oh. Sometimes they do. This particular time they did. As we had Ridge Holland defeat Trey Baxter. Um, oh. A Tajiri handspring elbow was countered with a headbutt to the back of the head, and the Northern Grit gets the win for Ridge Holland. After the match, Ridge Holland says that that is a direct look into Timothy Thatcher's future. Oh, well, Jesus. Small twist. <laughs> Small over twist. That's his name. <laughs> The opening video for TakeOver has a physics theme. Uh, mm-hmm. It says, um, with each match being tied into a law of physics, every action has an equal but opposite reaction, and object emotion tends to stay in motion, all capped off with the theory of chaos and carrying cross. So it's time Ooh. for our first match of the evening. Cameron Grimes! Yes. L.A. Knight for the million-dollar title. If Knight wins, Ted DiBiase becomes his butler. Uh, Cameron, uh, excuse me, L.A. Knight sends Cameron Grimes face first into the buckle for the break, and it's time to grab the title. But that takes a bit too long, though, and Knight gets kicked in the head and goes to the outside. Grimes picks up the title, while Ted DiBiase puts the million-dollar dream on uh, L.A. Knight on the outside. DiBiase rolls uh, L.A. Knight back into the ring. Cameron Grimes hits a cave-in, gets the win, and we have a new million-dollar champion, and his name is Cameron Grimes. Yeah, yes, money Grimes. That theme just hits every time it comes on. You just you got you just gotta bop, you gotta bop to it. This was so I really enjoyed this match actually. Like Cameron Grimes, he's so good. Like he's hilarious with like just the character work, but then you like see him in the ring, and you're like, oh shit, this motherfucker can go. Mm-hmm. This was his and like L.A. Knight's like best match because L.A. Knight was just like, okay, L.A. Knight, go ahead now. I really enjoyed this match. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people I, talk trash about yeah. the CWC crowd. But uh-huh. they and how it compares to Full Sail and RIP Full Sail as they are Yeah. Uh, you know, didn't strike up a new deal with them. But Oh, um, okay. But uh they were into it. They were into this. They match. were in it. Yeah, they were. And I loved at the end when like oh no wait, I think that no it wasn't when they like had the like the money flowing. And then Wade was, like, mad pissed. He was just like, this isn't even real money. I can't do this. <laughs> this isn't real U.S. currency. He was so pissed. Yeah, and then Wade was like, why don't you like money? It was the Grimes bucks. Yes. It was so good. 
He was like, this is even real currency. Zach is like, it's raining money. <laughs> Those three, they're like, it took a second, but they really work well together. They're, it's hilarious how he's just like the grumpy old man. And Beth and Vic are like, yeah, money. <laughs> it was it's, hilarious. It's what Corey Graves thought he was pulling off with yeah. Renee Young, yeah. but not uh-huh. nearly as well done. Yep. Yep, exactly. Exactly. But Wade Barrett doesn't overstep Beth. That's why no. it works. He yeah, because even make her points and have her. Yeah. Points. Yeah, that's what I love. Because even if like um, she'll say something and he'll like talk over her, he'll he'll be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Beth. Continue your point." Or like you know when she's like making a comment, like a big move happens and he'll like comment on it, and he was just like, "Oh, back to what you were saying." Like he always just like. He doesn't, like, just cut her off. And even if it happens, he always just, like, lets her, like, speak, mm-hmm. which I like. So now Dakota Kai is facing Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT women's title. Gonzalez takes Dakota to the corner for a suplex, but Dakota Kai slips through the legs. A kick staggers Gonzalez, but Dakota Kai's running big boot is countered into the super lifting Conchita Bomb. And Raquel Gonzalez retains the NXT Women's Championship. Boo! Boo! I saw someone on Twitter make the greatest point. They're like, how do you not put a title on someone who looks this good? And exactly. (laughs) Look at her. Look at her. And you're not going to put a title on her? Look how good she looks. God damn it. And not just physically, because listen, off the strength of that alone, put a title on her. But God damn it, she comes in the ring. Every match and gives it her all and makes it the best match. This this girl is a master at freaking selling. She makes those things look freaking devastating. How do you have someone that good in the ring? You just try her out all the time. To give this person a good match and this person a great match and this person a great match and this person a great match, but you never put the title on her. Bullshit. Hunter, I told you last time if you didn't win, I was gonna rant at you, and here I am. What the hell is your problem? Put a title on her. I hate you. Making me angry. Yeah, I was disappointed by this booking as well. I was definitely hoping that Dakota Kai would get her flowers. Uh in exactly. NXT. Um, this may be leading a lot of people are speculating to a main roster uh, call up for her since she's pretty much done everything that you can do without winning the title in NXT. You know, winning the title in NXT, even though we want our faves to win it and people who deserve to win it, it actually Mm -hmm. doesn't turn out to be that bad of a thing because we thought the same thing about Bianca Belair and it didn't stop or slow her momentum down any, you know? But no, but I'm, would, I can still be like you yeah, were better than Rhea. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to at least recognize them as, you yes. know, for the work that they've done in this situation. Right, because you have, like, you know, like a Becky Lynch who never got in. Look how, how she's doing, you know, Bianca. Like, it's so, like, you know, it's not like it's going to, like, stop them or that it doesn't have to be, like, the end if they don't win a championship. But damn it, I want it. Right, right. <laughs> I want a belt around her waist. Just because of the investment that we've had in her in the last three to four years. Um, exactly. Through the knee injuries, the war games, mm-hmm. the heel turn. Yeah. You know, all that stuff. Shayna breaking her poor little arm. <laughs> right. Which I yeah. thought um, was going to be the scenario where she challenges Shayna and gets it off of Shayna. Yeah, that would have been a great full circle moment because she was, like, the first one that Shayna took out, right? Right, hmm Yeah. So, like, it would have been a perfect full circle moment, but whatever. Like, come on, imagine the gold of that belt with the gold accent of her hair. Ugh! Anger. After the match, Miss Raquel Gonzalez is celebrating her title win when Kay Lee Ray from NXT UK comes out. They have a big stare down. So they have teased Raquel Gonzalez's next challenger. Uh, hopefully, Dakota Kai is like, "Yo, I, I still want." Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because, like, if imagine Dakota had won it, and then it's Dakota Kai and Kaylee Ray. Come on, come 
come on. I still remember that poor girl got things in her head with that goddamn garbage can. And she did that DDT on the fucking chair. <laughs> Ugh. I want those two to just go ride it for a belt. So very exciting. I like Hailey Ray. Love her little accent. <laughs> versus Eliana Dragunov for the United Kingdom title. Hard elbows to the back of the head set up a sleeper on Walter who climbs to the middle rope. They kind of fall backwards for the break, but Dragunov elbows away even more and grabs another sleeper as Walter can't get rid of him. Walter drops back onto his back again but can't break the hold and he's in trouble. The hold is broken, but Dragunov hammers away one more time, grabs another sleeper, pulls up on it, Walter taps out, and Eliana Dragunov is your new NXT United Kingdom champion. Oh my God, this match was everything. It was honestly, sorry Samoa Joseph, and sorry my Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, but this was my match of the night. Because by God, this little man... This little man. <laughs> I'm like, am I going to have to watch NXT UK right now? Because this little man, my God, he suplexed this big-ass dude. Oh, my God, I lost my mind. Those damn chops. The sleeper holds. The getting, the, 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 the hit on the back of the head. I was uncontrollable. I was over here in the morning watching this damn NXT on this ass juice of an app called Peacock <laughs> losing my goddamn mind. Losing my mind. Literally every time I, I was just like, little man! Oh my god! Walter! Oh my... I, I lost my mind. I lost my damn mind. This was my match of the night. I loved it. They hit so hard. They hit so hard. And I was like, oh my god! He's so tall. And you're so little. And these chops seem like they hurt so much yo homie was red red yeah he had his cut, hamburger yeah, chest i can't and his back too because when walter slapped that man across the back i was like god damn it sounded like a whip i couldn't take it like my like <laughs> i like shook i was like oh my god that looks like it hurt so good this match so good this match i was like oh my god is Walter going to be the champion for another 922 days? Or is this little man going to take it? Ah! It was so good. It was so good. And this crowd was all about it. So was I. I'm like, am I going to have to watch NXT UK? Because, listen, listen. <laughs> so good. It was Loved a, it. definitely maybe the match of the year in WWE for sure. It was a very high level, like you said, hard hitting great story um you know coming off of their other match that they had last year um where you know dragging off has you know toughened himself up came back with a new resiliency walter you know maybe he got a little lackadaisical maybe get a little too comfortable as a champion and uh you know they told a, a fantastic in-ring story um and Dragonoff pulled it off, man. And yeah, everybody was into it. Everybody definitely agrees that this was the match of the night. A lot of people are saying it's their match of the year. So um, very, very high marks from everyone uh, about this particular matchup. Um, some speculation that Vince wants Walter uh, for the main roster, but Walter's like, nah, oh. bro, I'm not trying to live in the United States full time. So they seem to be at it. Yeah. Um, uh oh. But it just Ooh, he would kill on main roster. It just seems like though that they could treat him like they treat Goldberg or somebody like have him come, mm -hmm. but just for like a little brief time. Don't yeah, you know, be like an attraction, not necessarily have mm -hmm. him be in a title match per se, but you know, yeah. have him come work like a couple of pay per views and then he goes back. Yeah, he just just come and fuck some people up because that's what we need. We just need you to chop the shit out of people and then you can dip. You can be like, all right, I'm back. <laughs> Go back to Austria. Bye. It was fun. Thank you for giving me your sternum. Bye-bye. Uh, we go to the bat where Cameron Grimes is very happy with the win, and Ted DiBiase comes up to congratulate him. DiBiase even throws in some money for Cameron, throws up some money for Cameron Grimes and Mackenzie Mitchell. She even called a stray there. Uh, but Grimes is ready for the million-dollar celebration on NXT. 
He was like, here's here, some Mackenzie. Here's some for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It kind of plays off of the what's next with uh, Mackenzie Mitchell and Alicia when he was on. Uh-huh. And, um. and Alicia stole the money from him. <laughs> I actually saw that episode. Yeah, I need to see. I need to go and see who's on the one for today because I, I didn't. I didn't check the YouTube for it, but I really like that show. They have a very good chemistry. Yeah, they do. They're funny. Uh, William Regal talks to Samoa, to Samoa Joe about how he has to stay unbiased, but he says on a personal level, level though, he wants Joe to kick Karrion Cross's ass. That's right, Regal. Just say it. Next up, Fuck profession. It's Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> versus Adam Cole, baby. A two out of three falls match. First match, traditional match. Kyle O'Reilly grabs an ankle lock, but Adam Cole slips out and hits a running knee to the face. Cole kicks him down again and loads up the Panama Sunrise, only to have O'Reilly counter into a cradle to win the first fall. Woo! Quick. I was like, oh, here we go. Second fall is a street fight. Both of them roll to the floor, wrap chains around their fists, and they slug it out. Back in, a pair of chairs are set up next to each other. O'Reilly takes too long going up top, though, and gets slammed down onto the open chairs. Then the last shot connects, and Adam Cole wins the second fall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just just elevating that we're trying to kill each other. <laughs> just. The cage gets lowered, but some medics come out to check on Kyle O'Reilly. That's not cool with Adam Cole, who takes him outside of the ring for a powerbomb onto the announcer's table. So our third fall is the cage match. Kyle misses the top rope knee drop, and Adam Cole knees him in the head for a two count. He hits a low blow to cut him off. Cole teases climbing out of the cage, but stops for a Panama sunrise and a near fall instead. With nothing else working, Cole handcuffs O'Reilly to the ropes, but he gets mm. pulled into a heel hook and taps out, and Kyle O'Reilly is your winner. Woo! Listen, the first one, I was just like, okay, okay, we're doing good. And then they got to the street fight. And freaking Adam Cole's little evil ass smirk when he was beating the shit out of Kyle. I was like, oh crap. And then the goddamn cage match came and I was like, oh God. <laughs> oh God. I kept screaming, you're friends. Stop trying to kill each other. <laughs> like literally, the cage wasn't even down. Medics were out here checking on Colorado and Adam said, fuck that shit. Let me beat you up before the cage even is down. Oh my God. And then they brought out the goddamn handcuffs. Every time I see the damn last shot, every time, I just, because, ah, ouch, those kicks. (laughs) My God. I had to rewind the end for, like, the, when he caught, like, his knee, because I looked down for a second, and I was like, what do you mean he's tapping? What happened? (laughs) But he caught that foot. (laughs) And it was like, nope, you thought you were going to kick me? Give me your knee. I was like, ah, shit. And then the limping out at the end. Listen. These two. That may I'm gonna have, miss Adam Cole in the next week. <laughs> I was about to say that may have been the last ride for the Bay Bay. Um, it's not a speculation he might show up on SmackDown uh, yeah. tomorrow. Um, yeah. They're talking about how his contract doesn't technically expire until Friday, so oh. um, they don't know, you know, if he plans to spree sign or they're picking the last, <laughs> you know, ninth hour. You know, uh, negotiation with them. Yeah. But, uh, Resign. We need you. <laughs> for what it looks like, for the most part, it looks like he has probably wrestled his last match in NXT. It's no. either it's either main roster or another federation. Oh, I love him so much. <laughs> Like you can't be listen. If AJ Styles can be successful on there, so can Adam Goddamn Cole. God, give me my Adam Cole. I love him so much. Ugh, this was such a good match. And listen, I don't care. My undisputed era, they're, they're gonna re, we're gonna reunite. Maybe it's gonna be thirty years from now, but it's gonna happen. <laughs> when okay? they get inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Yep. I don't care. You let me have my hope. I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna treasure it in my little heart. Uh, Dragonoff says the ring general is dead. Long live the czar. Uh, yeah, Dragonoff's chest looks terrible. 
Yeah. I was like, oh, baby, go, go rest. Please just go sit down, get you a bag of ice and just drape it over your chest. Because listen, oof. And his, his cut above his eye looked like it was trying to reopen. I was like, listen, <laughs> listen, go sit down, have a cookie, <laughs> have two cookies. Main event of the evening time, Karrion Cross defending that NXT title against Samoa Joe. Power Slam almost drops Cross on his head for a two count, setting up the power bomb into the STF into the cross face. Cross gets to the rope and scores with a knee to the face of Samoa Joe for a two count. And over the head, belly to belly, sends Joe flying, but he is right back with the coquina clutch. That is counter into the cross jacket choke, but Joe slips out and hits the release rock bottom. The muscle buster is set up and connects. And it gives Samoa Joe the pin. And we have a new NXT champion. It's the three-time NXT champion, Samoa mm-hmm. Joe. First time, three-time champion in NXT. He's like the Muhammad Ali of the brand. Muhammad That's Ali was the first fucking to win the heavyweight championship three times. Oh. It wasn't, it wasn't a choke out. It wasn't uh-huh, a choke uh-huh. out, but it was sufficient it enough. Yes. It was. Yes. 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 So, oh, Lord. Because when he had my Samoa Joe and that little thing, and I was just like, don't fade. Don't fade. Don't fade. And then he brought him up and just, bond, muscle buster. That's freaking right. Yes. Yes! This is what we wanted. What would have been even better is if Carla was there to see him losing and be like, yeah, I'm going to go on the winning team. It's going to be me and Joe. Because I'm going to keep saying it. Somebody steal her away. Where is she? Fuck it, Scarlett. I don't know. I've heard like 15 different scenarios. She's training for wrestling. She's doing more music and making videos. Because remember that video I sent you with um, yeah, her, yeah, yeah. Shotzi, and the one girl? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So they're saying that she may be doing more of that stuff. But, yeah, wherever uh-huh. she is, um, it has been a diminishing return for Karrion Cross. Um, yep. Did you were, you, were you around your Twitter on Monday night to see his new outfit he came out in on, on Raw? No. Um. He looked like he stopped by the bondage store uh, before he picked before he came to Monday Night Raw uh, this week, this past week. Uh, yes, but yeah, he had on this like S and M mask, and you ever mm-hmm. you ever seen the old WWF tag team Demolition back in the day? Yeah. It yeah, was something similar to that. Actually, I'll I'll send it to you on Twitter because I'm pretty sure if I search. Oh, here. I'm looking at it. Oh, you see it? <laughs> I'm looking at it. What is this? This what were you thinking? This is when you don't Again, tell. Vince you already had retribution. No. That's what happens. What the fuck is this? That's what happens when you don't tell Miss McMahon no. Is the worst shit. There's a man in the corner just laughing his ass off at this insane sir. Because what? <laughs> uh, look at the, what? Look at the tweet I just sent you. One of those. Uh, how it started. How it's going. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, oh my god. Yeah. Yup. Exactly. Uh huh. <laughs> It started off so good because you had the girl, it looked, and then now, what are you doing? You look like a knight, but like not really. You look like one of those kids who wants to play like knight, and then they're like, here, you can have this, and they put that shit on you, and it's too big for you, but you look satisfied because you think you you can play knight, and it's bad. Why? (laughs) So yes, yeah, Samoa Joe beat that man so bad that he had to have a bad gimmick and and and, uh, and uh, mm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So we all got what we wanted. Yes, yes we did. Yes we did. 
lose, lose, lose. It wasn't a choke out, but it was still you losing. Ha ha. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah. So, what'd you think, all in all, about the takeover? I thought it was a very good show. I enjoyed it. Didn't enjoy all the results. Right. But very good. The one reason I wanted the quota car to be champion. But oh, what a great show. Again, match of the night, Dragonoff and Walter, because my God, yes. And then Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, because they broke my heart. Samoa Joseph and Karrion Cross, because Samoa Joseph won. That's really mostly it. Um, I love Dakota and Raquel. It was a really good match. Intrigued about Miss Kaylee Ray coming, but Dakota should have won. If this is the last NXT takeover from this version of NXT as we know it, they did a really mm-hmm. good job. Yeah. They, uh, they definitely... Um, they definitely gave us something to remember with the uh-huh. Dragonoff and Walter match. Yeah. And they paid off what everybody wanted to see, which was Samoa Joe beating Karrion Cross and becoming the champion again. So now that leads us to Wednesday night yeah. where we had Ted DiBiase and Cameron Grimes arrive. We followed them into the ring. Ted DiBiase talks about how people have wanted to see what he wanted around here. He is here because he saw something in Cameron Grimes who kept getting back up. That is why he is now the Million Dollar Champion. Grimes talks about how DiBiase drove him nuts when he got here, which DiBiase says was a test. Instead of learning, Grimes got distracted by the money and all the stuff, and now he has the accomplishments to back it up. At TakeOver, the two of them took care of LA Knight, and now he has the title to prove it. Now, though, it's time to go to the moon. And the camera bucks are launched at the crowd. Beth, the way Garrett, <laughs> you can buy a new gavel. <laughs> You're so bad. This isn't real U.S. currency. I can't buy anything with this. Oh, I'm so mad. Uh-oh. Good start Daddy. to the show. Okay. <laughs> yeah, good start to the show. Um, just yeah. because of the way that the crowd was really acceptive of that match at Takeover. So to start off the night with Cameron Grimes and Ted DiBiase, really yeah. nice way to get the energy up. Then we have Ridge Holland versus Timothy Thatcher. Thatcher hits a slam, which sends the legs of Holland into the ropes. The half crab goes on, but a rope is grabbed in a hurry. Holland knocks a jumping enziguri out of the air, and the northern grit finishes off Timothy Thatcher. Listen, swallow her twist. Wow. This was, I enjoyed this match, but I like Timothy Thatcher's matches. Mm-hmm. He always like brings something like new out of people just because he's so good at like the submissions and the counters and like the ground itself. So I always enjoy his matches. This was a good match. I enjoyed this. Very good match. Hard hitting match mm-hmm. type of stuff that yeah. we like here on the NXT yeah. cast. Uh, yeah, after yeah. the match, Tomasa Ciampa comes in to save Timothy Thatcher, but only Lorcan and the returning. Danny Birch, the governor. Birchie's back. Yeah, he runs in. They have a big old beatdown. Holland hits Thatcher in the arm with his club and gets in a shot to the throat as well. Yeah, he also like did that the Northern Grit neck thing to Tommaso Ciampa, and I thought we were yeah paralyzed. Yeah, I was like, ooh, he has bad neck, guys. Can't do it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, Carmelo Hayes is used to facing bigger people but he dubs himself the overdog instead of the underdog. This is a long time coming, and he has put in the work to get here. If he wins tonight, it's still one match at a time, and he will wind up with gold. The man man has it. Yeah. I think sometimes I was talking to Jupiter Julep about him, and Mm -hmm. I was like, have you seen Carmelo Hayes? And she's like, huh? Uh -huh. And I was like, what? I was like, he's only like probably the new up and coming, you know, black male wrestler in WWE. Like, you know, and she's like, okay, I'll check him out. So she checked him out and she's like, I thought he was good. He wrestled, but he doesn't have a gimmick. I was like, he doesn't need a gimmick. He doesn't. She was like, no, she's like, he doesn't have a character. And I was like, Uh he doesn't need a character. His character is he's Carmelo Hayes. (laughs) He's just a good wrestler. Uh, I think that's kind of what wrestling has done to people. It's like it's hard for people just to be themselves. It's like they got to have other stuff to go along with it. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. 
I really, he's just, I like, he's just like really like just smooth. <laughs> I don't know, it's just something about him that he's just like real smooth. He's just like, listen, I'm, I'm here. This isn't no, I loved how he said, you know, I'm not an underdog. I never thought myself of as an underdog. I'm an overdog because if I don't think I'm the best, then what's the point? So I was like, yes, I love the confidence. I think he's just like so smooth and cool. I think maybe that's why people are like, ah, because um, he's not like, he's just like really like kind of like understated a little bit. But I really, really like him. So I enjoyed this promo. Andy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis, they're ready to get married and have been making sandcastles on the beach. Loomis mm-hmm. pulls out a wedding invitation with a wedding date set for September 14th. Of course, Beth is excited. We have a date. He was so happy. She looks immediately stressed like she's the wedding planner. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yo, I live with all of a sudden, like, Andy dropped and he, like, caught her in, like, the dip. That's hilarious. I find them so funny. The way Mackenzie just like backed away. She was just like, all right, this has nothing to do with me anymore. I got to go. <laughs> Great. In a shock, because like uh, full disclosure, when this is actually this whole part that we just reviewed the first like probably like half hour, 20 minutes, uh-huh. we were recording the raw cast. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, dipping looking down at my phone when Mo's taking over giving his uh, commentary with color and to mm-hmm. my amazement who do I see pop up little mm-hmm. team mm-hmm. sunshine Caden Carter yeah. Casey Canton Zero. um I guess they be doing a lot of stuff on TikTok where they be dancing so yeah Caden Carter the, the TikTok tag team now I was just like that's not stop doing that yeah, don't go with that yeah don't don't I, I know y'all I know WWE is trying to tout that they're on TikTok now and they're trying to promote uh-huh. that but yeah don't 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 do that don't do that but uh, anyway so Caden Carter comes in the ring she's doing a little ditty and Casey Cantazaro is trying to do the same little ditty but not mm-hmm. to the same rhythm um, nope at all or success as Caden Carter uh, they're taking <laughs> on uh, JC Jane aka fake ass Anna J and Gigi Dawson <laughs> beef you have with her until she changes her look that's what she's that's what i'm gonna call her i mean i'll respect her and call her by her name but she is aka as well you see it you see it you see it because i looked at it i was like damn it he's kind of right (laughs) shit uh it's a fishnet guys (laughs) Uh, Canton Zaro manages to get over to Carter for the hot tag. Caden Carter cleans house for a little bit. Carton, Carter takes Jane over to the corner and they do their neck breaker 450 combination pin, um, excuse me, combination move for the pin. And Caden Carter and Casey Canton Zaro are your winners. This is uh, a fun match. I enjoyed yeah. this. Yo, Caden and Casey got a little, got a little cocky when they like went to do like that double dive and then they just like kind of like. We're chilling on the rope. I was like, okay, a little cocky action. All right, all right. No, they were even cockier when they went yeah. over to the announcer's table in case Caden Carter got all up on the table. Uh, Wait, very I'll... creep castable moment uh, and some yeah. parts of the, um, the the camera work there. Uh, but demanding that, yo, they hungry, they a tag team, they a real team, um, and they want to shot at the women's tag team champions, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. I told uh, Mo they only ready for half of them problems. Yeah, listen, because I was just like, okay, why couldn't you say this in the ring on the mic? Who did that before? Where they were just like, it was like you can have the mic, but you go over to the announcement and be like, no, nah, I'm gonna get a match, and I'm like, they didn't do anything. They're just commenting. It's not their fault, guys. Relax. They didn't do it. <laughs> so that was funny though. But if this is going to get more Caden Carter on my television, I am here for it. Same. She's great. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez knows it isn't over with Dakota Kai because Dakota Kai is that tough. She has been waiting for Kaylee Ray, too, and she can bring it. So Frankie Monet and company come out to say that she doesn't wait in line. She's coming for the shine and the title. Oh, all right now. You get a video right. on Kaylee Ray. Uh, it basically uh, spells out her dominance that she had over in the UK division of the 
uh, UK NXT UK women's division and she was uh, the longest reigning champion in that brand for the women. Yes. Uh, we get a sit down interview with Big Odyssey Jones. Who yeah. knew he would get here one he said he knew he would get here one day. He just didn't know how well it would go once he got here. He says taking off the football helmet was a big change and his name comes from his energy. He isn't thinking beyond tonight's uh, he says because um, he can't look at a title match yet because he can't look beyond Carmelo Hayes. I enjoyed this too. I enjoyed both of these guys. I'm just like, yes, I'm here for it. Yes. This is uh, definitely uh, going to be a, a highlight segment once we get to this match. Uh, Kaylee right. Ray versus Valentina Faraz. So, got a, a new debut uh, here on NXT. Um, kind of more in line with, I guess, what the new direction of the of the show is going to be here uh, mm-hmm. once they kind of do the revamp that has been talked about so much. Yeah. Uh, so what is this actual revamp thing that I keep hearing? Uh, probably is in it about like... two weeks. Probably in about two weeks. You saw a little bit like... of it here in this show, mm-hmm. and I'll and I'll point it out. Uh, mm-hmm. A drop kick slows Ray down, but she is right back with the super kick. The gory bomb gets the win. For Kaylee Ray, uh, oh. Valentina Forez, I think is going to be kind of one of the people that they're kind of mm-hmm. going to try to showcase a little bit more. She kind of fits their mold of what they're looking for. She's fairly young, that doesn't have a lot of exposure, um, has been you know brought up through the performance center. So um, you know that may be like a little hint of kind of what they got going. Uh, on. So they want to take it back to like developmental kind of right. I guess. Uh, okay. Right. They don't want to have so many established stars from other places coming mm-hmm. to the uh, show. I, I guess. Sure. All right. It'll be better for the indies because you, you won't stop stealing away their people. So right. <laughs> for them. This, the only thing I had with this match is that the, this girl, she kept snarling. And I'm just like, stop doing that. Like her face distracted the hell out of me. Because she just kept going, going, and I'm like, stop snarling. It's weird. <laughs> it just like, kept taking me out. Because every time they zoom onto the face, she'd have this like weird snarl on her face. I'm like, stop doing that face. Stop making that face. It just freaks me out. What a good match. But I was just like, stop, stop with this face. Man. Maybe when she watches it back, she'll stop. <laughs> Mandy Rose offers Gigi Dolan and JC Jane some advice. Uh, basically telling telling them they want to stop being losers. They need to come with her. They shrug and they follow her. Yeah, I guess. I don't know when they're going to actually explain what the hell she's doing. I thought Mandy sure. Rose and Frankie <laughs> Monet was all about to form like some big super faction, but I guess not. I know. I was just like, what's happening? That's what I thought because I don't understand. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Here is the new NXT champion, Samoa Joe, for a promo. Joe talks about facing the most dominant NXT champion of all time. Now, Joe, you ain't got to be telling lies like that. And taking Mm -hmm. him down at takeover. Yeah. Now he is the first ever three-time NXT champion, but he is here to fight instead of celebrating. Someone needs to come out here and face him. And here comes Pete Dunn to say he wants the next title match. He says, go get your mate William Regal and have the match made. That's when yes! LA Knight comes out to say Joe was running from the only megastar in NXT, and it would have taken him 43 seconds to dust off Karrion Cross. He wants to be the first challenger, and that means he would be the last challenger. Pete Dunn tells him, if you take one more step towards this ring, I swear I'll break every one of your fingers. <laughs> That's right. Talk your shit. Now Kyle O'Reilly comes out. Mm-hmm. He says that Samoa Joseph, which is a <laughs> Didi Jonay Miss Simi-ism, yeah. Uh, and Peter Dune and La Knight. <laughs> he actually called him La Knight. He didn't call him I LA love Knight. Like I love the Knight so in Spanish. Um, <laughs> aren't here to get a title shot. Uh, he mentions winning the Undisputed Finale, but here comes Ridge Holland to jump him from behind. <laughs> Pete Dunn and Joe are about to fight when Tommaso Ciampa runs in to go after Pete Dunn. Samoa Joe grabs the title belt, though somehow he got like off of his waist and like on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holland comes in to headbutt Champa, and then Samoa Joe takes out LA Knight. Oh, this was great. Except for the Samoa Joe talking about how Karrion Cross is like the most dominant champion. I was like, now hold on now. No, because you're here. <laughs> we had Adam Cole 
We have my man Finn Balor. Don't tell these lies. It's okay. He already lost. You don't have to try to make him something anymore. It's fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> but this this little thing, because they've been teasing Samoa Joe and Pete Dunne. Right. We're going to get it. LA Knight just showing up. I was like, you just lost a million-dollar championship. What you mean you would have gotten rid of him in 43 seconds? Sir, relax. And then my man Kyle O'Reilly. I love him. He's so funny. This man said Pete Dune, <laughs> La Knight, and then he just kept calling him La. He was like, I know La wouldn't get it. I was like, stop calling him that. He's so funny. I love it. The next time that man goes after a championship, he better win it, okay? <laughs> because this will be, what, four times now? Right. So next time he goes after a championship, my man better get it. Well, this is a great like segment. Loved Cameron it. Grimes and Ted DiBiase are leaving the arena when Cameron Grimes tries to give Ted DiBiase back the million-dollar title. DiBiase said it belongs to Grimes, and he hands it back. But Cameron Grimes is like, hold on, though. Something's different. This, this, this one don't feel the same. And he, like, <laughs> opens the title up, and Ted DiBiase has switched out the real million-dollar title for a replica one. He's keeping the real thing. He drives off. Cameron Grimes, with the smile, just has to say, that damn Ted DiBiase. <laughs> what a cute little ending. I loved it. I'm like, oh, cute little ending from him just being angry. And then now he's just like, oh, that Ted. I loved it. It's just so cute. It made me laugh. Duke Hudson jumps Kyle O'Reilly in the back. But Oop. O'Reilly fights back and they have to be separated. So, yeah, it was a tough 15 minutes there for Kyle O'Reilly, man. I know. Stop attacking him. He just went through a lot. I guess that's what he, he lost his best friend. I guess that's what he gets for using Miss Didi Jonay's sayings without authorization. I guess she was like sending the goons. <laughs> <laughs> Send in the goons. So now it was uh, the time for uh, Black Wrestling Twitter to stand up and yes, uh, yes. And, and celebrate and mm-hmm. give the Santa mm-hmm. ovation because it's Carmelo Hayes versus Odyssey mm-hmm. Jones breakout tournament finals. Jones misses a charge into the post and a top rope axe kick by Hayes puts him down. Hayes can't hit the top rope axe kick twice in a row and gets crushed with the splash. Jones showboats a little bit on the pin, allowing Carmelo Hayes to grab a crucifix pin for the win, and Carmelo Hayes wins the breakout tournament. Yes! I enjoyed this match so much. Mr. Odyssey Jones with these moves so agile. I love that Carmelo Haynes kept going for that pin. He was like, listen, this man is big and he is strong. The only way I'm going to get it is to try to outmaneuver him. So every time he just kept jumping on him, jumping on him, jumping on him. He had like a sense of urgency in this match. I love that. This was so good. (laughs) I really, really enjoyed this match. It was fun. It was fresh. It just introduced you to two new people, and it's just like, I can't wait to see what's going to happen with these two. Great match. The future of the new NXT looks like Carmelo Hayes, Odyssey Jones, Swerve. Yes. uh, Yes. Bar Santos. um, Yes. And people of that ilk, Mm -hmm. then we'll we'll be okay. Yes. We'll be okay. Yeah. I know people were, like, freaking out about this, like, whatever this change is going to be, and I'm like, oh, calm down a little bit they're like they want to kind of like blend the indie with like the wwe style or something people are like oh my god and i'm like but they've been doing that for this long mm-hmm. already so it's just like it's just gonna be you know more people trying to do that like it means every match is gonna be the same it's gonna be boring it's like no that's not what that means <laughs> relax so i i think it's gonna be fun after the Especially match. if, like, this is the new case, and I'm great with it. Right. <laughs> After the match, Regal hands Hayes his contract for a future title shot. Hayes says Jones is no joke, but he isn't sure who he's going to face first. He says he called his shot, and when he calls his shot, he doesn't miss. Yes. This, Love it. This was awesome. This was awesome. Yeah. Everything about this was great. Uh, Pete Dunn, Ridge Holland, Oni Lorcan, and Danny Burge are ready to hurt Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. My goodness. 
Boa versus Zion Quinn. Boa kicks away in the corner to start, but stops to look up at Mei Ying. The distraction lets Quinn hit a forearm for the upset pin. Quinn is smart enough to leave through the crowd instead of walking up the ramp past Mei Ying. That's right. We call those survival instincts. That's right. I'm glad because as soon somebody, as I saw him go and he swerves, I was like, that's right. I'm glad somebody actually watches this show. Like, they yep. watch the show that they're on and they like, uh-huh. know, like the they know the outcomes and so that mm-hmm. your head yep exactly because when i saw him stop he was like yes yeah, like bitch and went right out through the crowd i was like that's right <laughs> that's right we call that being smart survival instincts i was like oh bo's gonna get tortured again um zion quinn is another one of the type of people that they're gonna be looking for he was a former mm-hmm. rugby player um, okay, so okay. he has no prior wrestling uh experience um, so he's, I guess, you know, under 30 and mm-hmm. he's been in the performance center for two years. So, okay. so yeah. So if, like I said, if this is the kind of direction that they go in, yeah, then that's fine. And they did a perfectly right. good job here having him face. I mean, granted, Boa isn't a mega star by any chance, but it wasn't a match you right. expect him to lose. And right. to have this guy beat him instantly mm-hmm. makes you perk your eyebrow up and go, okay, yeah. I'll be checking for him the next time I see him. Right. That's what I was just like, ooh, not a squash. Oh, okay. And then I was nervous about because I'm like, ooh, Bo, you're going to get tortured again. Oh, no. I was like, watch out, Dunn. You don't want to go ahead and and, and, and she going to um, blow that stuff. Right. You don't want them. Exactly. Problems. I'm like, yes. I was like, we like a smart person. So. <laughs> Now I'm just like, I'm interested in you. Let me see what else you can do. Johnny Gargano is in William Regal's office and he asks for a favor. Stop the Dexter Loomis and Andy Hartwell wedding. They get in an <laughs> argument over Gargano going nuts and how to pronounce bananas. So LA, LA Knight just busts in the room and he's like, you see what Samoa Joe did to me out there? This is crazy. <laughs> I can't believe that you allowed this to happen. And Johnny Gargano loses his mind. He didn't knock. Uh-uh, no, he didn't knock. He didn't knock. Because, <laughs> you know, the it. thing about entering Regal's office is you gotta Yes, knock. you got to knock first. <laughs> I love this. They're so dumb. It makes me happy. So, Regal throws them both out, and he's like, foons. Right, like, I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> but, yeah, that Johnny Gargano going, he didn't knock. He didn't knock. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I love Johnny Gargano. He's just, he makes me laugh. Those things don't make sense if you don't watch Mm -hmm. this show every week. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like a little inside jokes, little like follow up on things. Right. Uh, Malcolm Bivens is overseeing a training session with Diamond Mind and the Creed Brothers. Next week, he says Roderick Strong is issuing another open challenge and he hopes that Kushida Mm -hmm. is watching. I like these open challenges with like um, Diamond Mind. I'm like, okay. It's just like a little like, ooh, who's going to do it next? Right. I enjoy it. Now for the main event of the evening. <laughs> Some would say maybe the best storyline in NXT right now to be truthful with you. <laughs> Hit Row versus yeah. Legado Del Fantasma six man tag team action. Swerve and Escobar brawl in the ring as Top Dollar flip dives onto the rest of Legado Fantasma on the outside. That leaves Swerve to 450 Escobar for a two count, but Escobar rolls outside of the ring. B-Fab gets in a slap and runs Escobar into the ring post when out comes Electra Lopez, a.k.a. Carissa Rivera, to hit B-Fab in the gut with a lead pipe. Lopez throws the pipe to Swerve, but it's a distraction that allows Escobar to roll him up with a handful of tights for the pin and the win. Woo! This was good. This was great. The camo? The camo. Absolutely. Escobar just looked with this hair tousled. Just, woo, he looked so good. Oh, you this know was, it, was, I, uh, it was big match legged though because he had the, yeah. um, he had the little, uh, I don't know what they call that thing that the, uh, like you see in the old Western movies that the Mexican mm-hmm. cowboys would wear. The like 
looks like a it's not a towel, but it's like a big towel with the middle cut out. And they had their Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had their uh they had their lucha mask on. So yeah, they 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 meant business. Yeah. It oh yeah. This was I enjoyed this match and I like that Legato one because you know they needed a win in this feud. So this was good. And they got a homegirl. That means B Fab is wrestling soon and I can't wait. Yes. Loved this match. Love this story. Love these two groups. Yes. This, I'm, I'm I'm here for it. This has here been a it. masterclass in like, hey, there's a singles match between these two, but how can mm-hmm. we keep how can we put that off as long as possible, right? Yep. And not have a few where it's championship match, rematch, rematch. Mm-hmm. You know. mm-hmm. And what they've been doing has been fantastic. Like I said, they've basically not missed in any form of how they've played this. Um, yep. You know, having Legado get some get back as far as the parking lot for a little bit last week where they, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, with Swerve getting the grill out of Swerve's mouth and really making Hit Row have to turn it up and regain their focus. Um, mm mm-hmm. Just a ton of just good stuff as far as the story goes. And then, yeah, with the adding of Electra Lopez to now even the sides up, now you get a whole different layer that you add to this. And we still haven't gotten to the Swerve versus uh, right. Santos Escobar singles match. That is really the penultimate end to this whole story. Um, right. So and I'm not like sick of it to right. be like, oh my God, can we just finally get this? Like, no, I want to see every iteration of this. Right. Like next, I want to see B-Fab and Electra Lopez just like, The only I want thing it. they need to kind of tie up is that mm-hmm, Swerve mm-hmm. just hasn't defended this title. So he might need to just yeah. have a, a, a ho-hum title match against somebody and then, you know, right. have Escobar interfere or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Or the guy looks like he's about to beat Swerve. And he comes mm-hmm. in and stops the guy from winning. He's like, no, yeah. he's going to get the title unless it's me type of deal. Yes. Yes, exactly. And and then, and then um, and, you know, just to tighten that up. And the same thing with EO and Zoe Stark. It's like they haven't defended the title since they won it. So they right. need to kind of like, you know, if somebody needs to invoke the 30-day clause. And but Yeah. But as far as the story goes, this is masterful storytelling. I love it i love it so i'm just ah i'm i love this storyline like i love hit row and how they built them i've always loved like i don't and like having them like just feud like this i can't wait oh it's gonna be so good listen if like freaking nxt had a damn like trios or faction championship put it on these people and let's get it popping love it now this show right here was excellent. Excellent. Top to bottom. Mm-hmm. But NXT is a show that needs revamping, though. That's what they keep telling us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this show. This show who knows how to tell storylines, who gives you little inside jokes that pays off people who work every week, who showcases the women for more than five minutes and gives you different storylines. Talk about it. Who showcases people of color. Uh-huh. Yeah, this show is the one that needs to be vamping. Yeah, all right. Triple, yeah, all right. Triple H <laughs> and Shawn Michaels are making up for being dicks during their wrestling careers to all the yep. wrestlers and women. Because mm-hmm. they definitely go out of their way in NXT to make sure that right. they have black people and women <laughs> starting yep. up front. All up through that, bitch. They're like, listen, we understand. You were racist right. white men, all right? We can't, we, 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 we got to make up. Because when we go home to glory, we can't have Jesus being like, no. <laughs> we got to make up for this shit. So. Uh, yeah, man, this this was a this was a great episode of NXT. This is a, one of those shows that actually, like, it pays off to watch it every week and to mm-hmm. invest and to, you know, you don't, they don't really necessarily disappoint you too many times with their booking. Right. Mm-hmm. Even when it's just like something that I'm just like, uh, I don't know about that. Or even if when they have like shows, maybe they have like a couple of weeks, they kind of dip, they bring it right back up. Right. Love it. Right. Yeah. Love. 
So if you haven't spent time watching NXT or you're, you know, waiting, it's in your queue and it's something that you're going to watch this weekend, you're definitely going to be thoroughly uh, entertained and enjoy yeah. this episode because there's a lot that they set up for after the takeover mm-hmm. heading yeah, into, yeah. you know, the next, um, you know, few months of television. And uh, we got to get some teams here for the war games because that's here. That's coming up. Soon. Oh, so yeah, maybe I doubt I was hoping just because they even up besides it be Legado and Hit Row, but the four mm-hmm. and four, but I don't know how yeah. that work with the women. Uh, yeah, it'll so be. Mm-hmm. So it might be. Maybe they'll be on two different teams. No, it's going to be Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. They got to recruit two more people to help. Yeah. Go against uh, Ridge Hunt. Um, for them. Yeah. 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 Maybe they'll get MSK. I don't know if that's the type of match MS. Considering that MSK and them had that title match, I don't know if mm-hmm. MS, it would be smart for MSK to kind of aid them. Yeah. Uh, but but we'll see. You know, if they if they tell the story the right way, they can make it make sense enough that we can go with it. You know. Yeah. But I think that's Ooh. I think that's the that's the way we're going with war games. And now, if they put those like shooter type guys in war games, mm-hmm. that yeah. will be a totally different match than uh-huh. we've seen with Undisputed Era in the last couple of uh, war games. Yeah, oh, the kings of war games! <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, it could be it could be a lot different. Yeah. So we'll see. I wonder who the who are gonna be on like the women's side. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Maybe that's what um, the Frankie Monet and Mandy Rose thing is building up to be. I don't know, but but maybe. But we'll see. But, but we'll see. Yeah, that's why we enjoy this program because we like yeah. to sit back and just watch and see. Right. And the we'll see is that actually pays off. It's not we'll see, and it's like oh, we shouldn't yeah. have thought. Like, <laughs> like, oh, they beat Kofi in nine seconds. But guess what? Let the story play out. Because it'll just right. make Kofi more hungry and more serious. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. And, and we didn't see. Right back to being <laughs> just a tag team. I mean, nothing wrong with winning tag team champions and having mm-hmm. gold and, and, and clowning with Xavier Woods. But yeah, it ain't the WWE championship. No. <laughs> and it's like after that, he, he was just like, oh, oh well. We don't care anymore. Excuse me. I don't care. I'd be like, bitch, get over here. Try to play me. <laughs> All right, Miss Simi. At this point in time, it's time for your final thoughts and shout outs and thank yous. Final thoughts. Great show top to bottom. Really enjoyed it. Like we've been saying, if this is kind of like the new direction or the new stars they're building, I it's going to be great. I'm excited. I really, really enjoyed this show top to bottom. It was great storylines that they're building up. I want to see what's going to happen with like Raquel and um, Frankie Monet because y'all know I love two big, tall women fighting. It's just like it. So let's see what's going to happen. I want Dakota Kai to come back in there and be like, no, no, no. You thought you saw the last of me. You didn't. Be on your Adam Cole shit. Just be relentless. <laughs> love that. So I really enjoyed this. Love my Cameron Grimes. The Samoa Joe, Pete Dunne, Kyle O'Reilly, LA Knight thing was hilarious and fun. They've te- they're teasing like all these matches, and it's like they've been teasing like these matches with Samoa Joe, and they're just like paying off on them. So yes, great. Index is hilarious, and I can't wait for their wedding. So I really enjoyed the show. I thought it was great, top to bottom. A great follow up to a great like takeover. Here for it. Totally agree. Thought this was an excellent show. Glad to see Carmelo Hayes and Odyssey Jones get that showcase yeah. for Black Wrestling Twitter so we could be like, hey, we finna celebrate us in this moment right here. If y'all don't yeah. get it, you know, sorry. But, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the Africa pendant and the Black Power Fist pendant. Yeah. Right. Like, this one's for us. So, glad that they, um, you know, gave us that showcase of those two guys. Love the, the, the main event segment with Legado and the and the added layer with Electra Lopez coming through and and being mm-hmm. the equalizer to B Fab. So now we get a whole different layer. So now B Fab gets to come out next week and talk extra spicy on the yeah. mic 
towards her. And then, you know, like you said, that could probably lead to those two having some matches. And that's a, even mm-hmm. a different layer to the to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because now you can get like a mixed tag match with Swerve and B-Fat versus Escobar and Electra Lopez. And, you know, so there's a lot of other things that you can get from just that addition. Yeah. Um, so looking forward to that. Um, definitely like the payoff to Cameron Grimes and Ted DiBiase. It was a great, yeah. uh, you know, again, long-term story, you know, that was mm-hmm. told um, from, you know, Cameron Grimes getting lucky with the AMC and the GameStop, <laughs> making all that money to trying to become the million-dollar man to Ted DiBiase, you know, being a thorn in his side to then, you know, the whole L.A. Night business and the butler and everything yeah. like that. So, yeah, great, great story told there and um rich holland i thought they've done a really good job of of making him an impact player again mm-hmm. uh, since he you know was hurt and he's come back um i mean it wasn't the spot he was in where he was finna you know basically be up against adam cole but you yeah know, they've done a, a good job of reintroducing him and making him feel very very special and very very dangerous and love it Good luck to the two new debuts we saw, the Valentina Viraz and and Zion Quinn. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, good luck to them, and hopefully we'll get to see, you know, much more of them uh, as they get better and progress and move through the ranks of uh, NXT and the Performance Center. So looking forward to what they've got in store. Um, Like you said, if anybody can take these changes and continue to produce great television. I have all faith in Triple H, Shawn Michaels and Road Dog because they've had a lot yeah. of um, cuts already this year that they've had to work around uh, in NXT. Uh, mm-hmm. for people that they had put a lot of time into and got us invested in and had them snatched out from underneath them and, and they've shifted on the fly and kept things rolling haven't seemed to miss a beat and like you said when they did kind of have a little dip they were able to bring it back um you know back up to the level that we're used to so yeah uh, i'm confident that whatever vince and nick Khan tries to throw at those boys that they'll have an answer and nxt won't suffer right i think all right, so shout out to everybody here on the CSPN, uh, all yeah, the co-hosts yeah. here that join me, Miss Simi Moten underscore Reese, Miss Jade to the Max, Mr. Anwar Starwin. Uh, shout out to Miss Didi Jonay. Shout out to Magnum Prime. Hopefully he's feeling better. Shout out to Sam. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Classic. Shout out to Mel because Mel always gets shout outs. Shout out to everybody who joins us in the Twitter spaces, Miss V, Queen Mel Mindy, Madam Lizette, Miss Jupiter Julep, Khaled Wren. Uh, Black Howling, uh, Brent from Georgia, uh, Mikey Fresh, um, Smith Smiles. So everybody who joins us regularly in the Twitter spaces, we greatly appreciate it. Keep using the hashtag NXTCast each and every Wednesday on Twitter to be a part of our live tweet and share your commentary with color with us on Twitter as we watch these episodes as a family. It's always a lot of fun. The commentary is always a hoot. Um, yeah. If you use the hashtag rawcast. The commentary is much more entertaining than the show itself most times. So that's really <laughs> how we get through it. That's the secret to our success. <laughs> Watching those three hours is we just entertain Ooh. ourselves inside yeah. the hashtag. <laughs> Only way you can get through it. <laughs> even though thank, this, you, thank you. <laughs> even, even though this week they did a number on me, man. I, I, I oh, to say I fell asleep in my own Twitter space. Oh no! Damn, bro, you did it like that. Yeah, man, they they got me this week. So, but um, I didn't fall asleep for NXT. I was wide awake for that. (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) look at the material. Right, right. Plus, man, Raw is the formatting right now is just so bad. It moves so slow, and I I think that's what got me. Um, but again, once again, thank you to everybody over on the Patreon page who, who is a patron who joins us and listens to the dark match where me and Miss Simi review AEW Dynamite each and every week. Hear her thoughts on the return of CM Punk. Also, hear her thoughts on SummerSlam and the fallout of mm. Bianca Belair losing the title to Becky Lynch. Um, yep. Patrons, uh, be warned, there is a lengthy mm-hmm. rant 
Yep. Do you enjoy rants? Because I did it. But that's what you <laughs> that's that's what you subscribe to the dark match for anyway. We all know. <laughs> so it is there for y'all to partake into. Also check out the pre and post show conversations as well. Uh Moten underscore Reese, me and uh, him along with Anwar Starwin and myself, mm-hmm. we provided uh, about an hour's worth of different commentary uh, rants and raves is what i call that episode as we talk about various things sports wise and wrestling wise too so always get content over in the dark match check it out patreon.com forward slash cspn media so for my co-host miss simmy i'm your host don delorente and this has been the nxt cast please stay tuned for the parting promo you see, in addition to being very athletically gifted, in my opinion, stronger parts where it's at. You know what? Cameron, quitters never win, and winners never quit. And you've never been a quitter. I don't care how many times I saw you fall down. You kept getting up telling you were the million dollar champion. And that's who you are, buddy, right now. Ted, if I were to be completely honest, when you first showed up, you drove me nuts. I mean, you drove me absolutely bonkers on purpose. I was testing you. (laughs) And Ted, I'm glad you gave me that test. Because, you know, I was starting to lose sight. I was looking at all this shiny jewelry, and I was looking at all those zeros in my bank account, and I thought I was something. But unfortunately, I didn't have an accomplishment that made me that something. And as I started to lose track of where I was going, as I was cleaning up trash, as I was scrubbing toilets, I knew that there was no way I could let that happen to you, Ted. I knew that there was no way that I was going to let that dummy have the million dollar man as his butler. So at TakeOver 36, you and I together took care of L.A. Knight, and I became the Million Dollar Champion. As I stand here, wore out from a whole lot of celebrating with the Million Dollar Man, Question, Ted. The question is, is where does Cameron Grimes go now? Cameron, are you crazy, man? You know where we gotta go. It's time to go to the A million, a million, a million, a million, a million, a million, a million.